Welcome to World According to Noah. I thought we were changing it this week. No. It's supposed to be World According to Dad. No. No, it's still going to be World According to Noah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. We got nothing to talk about for our week. What are you talking about? I got all kinds of ideas. I said our week. Oh. You don't have anything to put in? Did you not do anything at Cub Scouts this week? Didn't y'all do something pretty neat? We made a bench. Y'all made a pretty cool little bench. Anything else happen? No. You got a better grade on your math homework, on your math test, didn't you? Yes. So we're working on that math. We're getting it better, right? Okay. Yes, sir. Anything else happen this week? No, sir. No, I can't think of anything. So, this week we're going to talk about Mother's Day. But I have two little quick surprise facts for you. Number one is... We have kind of been doing this podcast for over a year now. Did you know that? I thought we already did for a year. Nope. We did. We've only got, this will be the 36th episode, but we put out two short episodes in April of last year, and then we did our uh, pandemic episode in May of last year. I think it was like May 20th. Wasn't that the first one well we did one where I said it was like just a couple minutes that I told what we were going to do then we went on one and said who we were and that was short too then we had our pandemic episode which was in the middle of May and then we took a break and then we took like a break and I think we put the next one out towards the end of June but We've been doing it for a little over a year. Can you believe that? No. No, me neither. Does it seem like it's been a year? No. No, it doesn't. Not at all. So, that's pretty neat fun fact, right? Yes. Now, here's another fun fact. When is your birthday? May 11th. You know what day it's on this week? No. And this year? No. Well, what is today? Saturday. Today is May 8th, or... May yeah. 9th. Today's May 8th. Tomorrow's May 9th, and that's Sunday. So May 11th would be what? My birthday. What day would it be? Tuesday. A Tuesday. When you were born, you were born on a Tuesday. How cool is that? Not really that cool. Not really that cool? No. Before you were born, you were born on Tuesday. On that Sunday for Mother's Day, your mom, they always tell mothers when they're pregnant to go walk to help the baby come. So you know where we went? No. We went to the zoo and walked around on Mother's Day. (laughs) So two days before you were born was your first trip to the zoo. I didn't see. No, you weren't even out yet. But that's what we did on the Mother's Day before you were born. We went to the zoo. 
zoo. And then two days later, you were born. A zoo baboo. Did you hear that part? Yeah. Two days later, you were born. Zoo baboo. Well, apparently you didn't like those facts, so. Guess that wasn't that cool. I mean, I mean, kind of is, but not that much. I thought it's kind of cool that it's the same day that you were born. But. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Alright, so this week we got some Mother's Day facts. We're going to do 20 of them. Since tomorrow is Mother's Day, we figured we'd talk about a couple of Mother's Day facts. Yes. So, number one. In Greek mythology, spring festivals were held in honor of the maternal goddess called Rhea. She was the wife of Cronus, and it was believed to be the mother of many different deities. What? Different gods and demigods and stuff. That sounds weird. Yeah. Also, this is the whole historical Mother Day facts. Next one's Mother Day flowers. In 250 BC, ancient Romans celebrated a spring festival called Hilaria. Is that funny? Hilaria? No. This also, if y'all younger viewers don't know what BC means, it means before Christ. It actually stands for other stuff, too. What? This was dedicated to a mother goddess named Cybele on the Ides of March. Her followers would make offerings at the temple, hold parades, play games, and also have masquerades, and it lasted three days. Why did that rhyme? Masquerades and days? I don't know. In the also, 16th, huh? What's a masquerade? It's like a costume party. With fancy costumes. But you're not, everybody kind of wears just masks and dresses up. You got that? No. No? Let's see. In the 1600s England, Mothering Sunday took place on the fourth Sunday of Lent. It began with a prayer service in honor of the Virgin Mary, and afterwards children would present their mom with flowers. In 1870, a child activist, writer, and... Or a female activist. I don't know where I got child from. <laughs> writer and poet by the name of Julia Ward... She wrote the Battle Hymn of the Republic. The what? The Battle Hymn of the Republic. What's that? It's... A book? No. It's a song. I'll have to play it for you later. Why not play it on this song? Huh? Why not play it on this podcast? Because I have to look it up. Oh. Okay, here's a little bit. I looked it up real quick. Hopefully this doesn't get copyrighted. You don't know this song? No. I never heard it. Oh, that's enough. I don't want to play too much. Because copyright? Well, I don't know if that one's copyright or not since it's so old. But I can't believe you've never heard that song before. You haven't teached me it. I hadn't teached you. No. Taught. Taught. Let's see. Where? She suggested a day of peace and strongly advocated other women to stand up against the war. 
For this plea, she was able to get Boston to recognize mothers on the second Sunday of June. So they changed it. Anna Jarvis was also a woman that may have been behind a traditional Mother's Day celebration on the second Sunday of May. Anna never had any children but wanted to carry out her own mother's wishes of having a day just for moms. Anna tirelessly campaigned and on May 8, 1914, President Woodrow Wilson signed a joint resolution designated the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. Mm. That's pretty nice. But what else I read about her was she didn't like how people kept giving their mom printed cards and didn't take time to write their own card and gave candy to their mom because they'd end up eating half the candy anyway. (laughs) She just wanted you to go spend time with your mom and she didn't like how it got commercialized ended up not liking Mother's Day. So the lady who fought and made Mother's Day be something ended up not liking it after all. (laughs) I wonder if she's still alive. My guess would be no. Since that was in 1914... 1914. Why do you see that? May 8, 1914. Oh. Mother's Day flowers. Mother's Day sees around one quarter of all flowers purchased throughout the year falling on this holiday. I don't get it. One quarter of all the flowers that anybody purchases during the whole year is purchased today. So 75% of all the flowers are bought the rest of the year 25% of all the flowers are bought today what are you doing I'm trying to do mathematics what do you need I'm trying to figure out this what are you trying to figure out 25% of all flowers sold through the year sold on Mother's Day so what did that mean what A. Eighty. Eighty what? Seventy. I thought it was eighty. Eighty what, buddy? Eighty percent. Didn't buy flowers. No, it's seventy-five percent of all flowers sold during the year are sold other than Mother's Day. Twenty-five percent of all the flowers sold of the year are sold on Mother's Day. Carnations are a very popular flower for Mother's Day and are thought to be made from the tears of Jesus' mother Mary when she wept at at his feet the day he was crucified. What? What part? What does that mean? People think that carnations come from the tear of Jesus' mom. Which is not really true. Mom doesn't like carnations. Your mother. Why? I don't know. She just never asked. Pink and red carnations are given to mothers that are still alive. White ones are for those that passed away. We didn't know that. That sounds like a lie. Well, that's just what tradition says. Okay, number nine. Studies and research now show that giving a bouquet of flowers has many positive health and psychological benefits? Who knew? So we might have helped mom's health by getting her some flowers. 
Hope she, hopefully she didn't hear. Yeah, hopefully she doesn't listen to this on the way home, huh? I mean, she might not. If she listens to it on the way home, then maybe she'll she won't listen be it to it tomorrow. Fun day, mother. Mother. Fun Mother Day facts. Why didn't they just say fun facts about Mother Day? Mother's Day. Ah! In the vast majority of the world's languages, the word for mother begins with the letter M. Isn't that... What? Ancient Egyptians believed cats were scared. Sacred. Sacred animals and revered beasts. Revered. Revered. Bast. Bast as the mother of all cats on earth. Yep. I don't get that. I don't either. In the United States. That just just means they thought that Bast was a mother cat to all cats on earth. I was reading. Well, you said you didn't understand them. I thought we were going to talk about it. In the United States alone, around 122 million phone calls are made to mothers' moms on Mother's Day. That's a lot of phone calls. That's easy enough. Approximately $14 billion is spent on Mother's Day. Oh, my. That's a lot of money. Oh, that's what you did. Oh. What are what are you getting your mother this Mother's Day? Common gifts include cards, flowers, meals in restaurants, jewelry, gift cards. Did it say cards already? That's gift cards. Clothing, trips to a spot, CDs, houseware. Housewares. Housewares and gardening tools. You getting your mom any of that? No. No. We only got her flowers. Is that all we got her? We're not going to say the other thing no. till my, to In what was formerly Yugoslavia, children would... Oh, were you saying a secret into the thing? It was cake. I don't know if y'all could hear that or not, but he's... It was cake. In what was formerly Yugoslavia, children would tie up their mother on Mother's Day. What? The only way she could get free was would be to pay her children. What? With <laughs> treats. So on Mother's Day, the mom gets tied up, and the only way she could get free is if she gives her children treats. How would she do that if she's tied up? <laughs> that doesn't sound like a good Mother's Day present, does it? Hey, Mom, for Mother's Day, I'm going to tie you up and you're going to bake me some cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Just put to trap by the door. Hmm. I'm going to go and go to sleep now on Mother's Day. Well, I'm, I'm in the air. Now it's time for blood to rush in my head. That's really That's what if you got does. snagged up by a snare. What? A snare. Oh, what's that? It grabs you by the feet and pull you up. Is that what <sighs> you're talking about? Yes. Oh. Strange but true Mother's Day fact. I thought that was an odd thing right there. Wouldn't that be on the strange but true Mother's Day so. facts? I would have thought so. Why would that be a fun fact? <laughs> I, I feel bad for the mothers and 
I guess it's fun. Yugoslavia. Yes. It's fun Yugoslavia. if you're a Yeah, but then when you're an adult, if you're a girl, you had to do that. Yep. <laughs> in 1939 in Lima, Peru, the youngest mother on record delivered a boy by seat. Oh, gee. She was five years old. <laughs> was... She was only five years old. <laughs> I'm wondering how. I don't know. Wouldn't she have to marry a man that old? I don't know how that worked, kid. 1939. I think she might be dead. Oh, well, yeah, because that was 1939. And she was five years old in 1939. Um, ever the son of that woman, please tell us how that happened. On the flip side, the oldest woman to deliver a baby was recorded on April 9th, 2003. Her name is some crazy bunch of letters. I'm not even going to try to say it. Where is it? Sataya Bahama. She's probably still alive and we're making fun of her name. She she should still be alive. She was 50 years old? 65. 65 years old? She gave birth to a baby boy, which was her first child after 50 years of marriage. But she had eggs donated by a 26-year-old niece. What? They took eggs out of her niece and put them inside of her. Belly? Yeah. What? That doesn't make sense. Are they talking about, like, baby chicken eggs or just, like, eggs that are dead? No, they're human eggs. We'll talk about that later. Before Octomom... What was Octomom? She had had eight (laughs) kids at one time. What's Octomom? She had eight kids at one time. Octo is eight. Babies were born in VIC section after... For 31 weeks. I don't get that. This person, before this lady had eight babies, this person had seven. She had septuplets. She had four boys and three girls. And after 31 weeks, they were delivered via C-section. That's where they cut the belly open and take them out that way. So they both were in that one section? All, all seven of them were. Nineteen. The shortest span between two babies is by mom. I'm not saying Jane that. Bleakley. She gave birth to her son on September September for for 1999. Then only two two hundred and six days later, eight, eight la- days later. Gave birth to her daughter on March 30th, 2000. Yep. That was only one year ago. One even a year. I meant... That was 21 years ago. Yeah. Elizabeth and... But she had her babies really close together. What? One was in September 3rd, and then the next was March 30th. Next one. Elizabeth Ann Buttle gives a whole new meaning to second family. 
She gave birth to her first child, a girl, on May 19, 1956. And then... She was 60 years old. She gave birth to her son on November 2019. No, November 20th. November 20th, 1997. Making the baby 41 years old. Here's 100... 185 days apart. Yep, see, this one was not even a year apart. I don't get it. This one was 41 it. years apart. I don't get it. What do you not get? All of it. She had her first child on May 19, 1956. She had her second child when she was 60, which I thought up here, oh no, 65. She had her second child when she was 60, November 20th, 1997. So. Her son's sister was 41 years old when she was born, or when he was born. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. That's all. No, it's not. I told you you've got one more neat science um, current event. What? This was just Rare May 5th. Dino- dinosaur fossil sitting on a nest of eggs unfettered. On Earth. On, um, in China, I think it was, researchers found the fossil of an adult oviraptosaur. Oviraptosaur? It, it looks like a bird. Vo- Actually, it looks like a cassowary. Yeah, it kind of does. But not a cassowary. Brooding over a nest of eggs containing unhatched babies. Oh. Oh. So they found. R.I.P. The two-legged bird-like creature. Wait, what? Wait, so are the eggs dead or are they not? Yes, they were like fossils. But they found part of this dinosaur's body still laying on the nest. That's actually surprising. They thought (laughs) that. The, these dinosaurs laid their eggs and then went off at a distance and watched the eggs like alligators do. And when anybody gets close to the eggs, they want to attack them. Ah. But they actually laid on the eggs like birds do. When they had to go in the air and put it in a nest up in, in a tree. No, they look like these are They nest on the ground, it looks like. Let's see. They, the dinosaur was missing a skull and part of its vertebrae and its forearms oh its forearms hind legs and tail are perfectly preserved so like that much of it is all sitting there what about its neck well part of the neck was there part of it was gone what happened to the neck well my guess is some other dinosaur might have ate it that's why it was dead or another well, idea probably not because you think it probably would have ate the whole thing wouldn't it Yes. And scattered the bones everywhere. Or another idea. Maybe the head um, turned to dust. Yeah, it might have. Another one bites dust. And another one goes. And another one goes. Another one bites the dust. Even more exciting. At what? least seven of the two dozen oval-shaped eggs in its nest contain fossilized bones or partial skeletons of baby dinosaurs. Oh. There's a picture down there. Yeah, that is... The actual picture of it. 
That's the dinosaur sitting on top of the eggs. That's the head. No, the head's not there. Oh. Those are the eggs. And it's laying on top of the eggs. Oh. That's kind of neat, huh? That's 10 kilometers. And the real dinosaur was... This part, this part, and that part. And the real dinosaur was 50 kilometers. Centimeters. Oh, I missed it. I thought I... Kilometers is big. Boom! I thought that was a pretty neat little story. It's also a video of it. Yeah, but we're not going to watch that video. And then... If you all want to see it, it's on PBS Kids. Uh, this was on Doggo News. I don't want my Let's see, there was something else. Mm -hmm. I think it was right here. Here's what I was looking for. This is that story of Anna Jarvis. She campaigned the national holiday to honor her moms. Philadelphia school teacher hoped for a simple commemoration that involved wearing a white carnation and visiting one's mother or attending a church service. Hmm? That's all she wanted to do. Oh. <laughs> she just wanted to visit a church service with her mom and maybe wear a white carnation. And then Mother's Day turned into what it was. And this is what she said. It's awful. A printed card means nothing except that you're too lazy to write the woman who has done more to you than anyone in the world. And candy. You take a box to mother and then eat most of it yourself. So when she passed away in 1948, she had disowned the holiday that she had fought so hard to, to make. How can she disown it? It's not disowned. Well, she can just say she doesn't believe it anymore. Oh. Also, here's a fun fact about women. Back in the old days, when women were giving birth, um... What? Keep on. They couldn't work at school. What? Uh, if they were working at a school, they couldn't work there anymore. I don't know why. But now that's gone. That was gone. What the heck who, is who that? Who told you that? A newspaper. Oh. I never heard what that. the heck is that? This is one more little fun fact. I don't want to look at that. Please. They used to think that, you know, some animals could cut their tail off and they'll grow a new tail. and Some might cut a leg off and grow a new leg. Right? That's only for starfish and salamanders. Right. But you've heard that. In geckos, you can pull their tail off and they'll grow I a new tail. I meant geckos. Well, salamanders, I think, do the same thing. But this... What the heck is this that? This sea slug... Will take its head off so it can grow a new body in less than a month. It deliberately takes its own head off their original body and grows brand new one. I don't know why it would do it. I don't. <laughs> Does it just get a knife and cut its head off? Let's see. I am disgusted about this. One day I found an individual, whatever the scientific name is, with his head and body separated. I thought the poor slug would die soon. To her astonishment, the wound at the back of the slug's head healed rapidly, and within days there were signs of a new body being generated. In just three short weeks, the slug managed to replicate 80% of the original body, complete with vital organs. 
How cool is that? Ew. Ew. The slug's original body continued to wriggle around for a few days. And in some cases, even months after being detached, it eventually withered and died. And then the new, the head grew a new body. I want that thing to die. Just. It's ugly. I want it to go extinct. It looks ugly. Says they're not sure why they discard their bodies. They speculate it could be to get rid of themselves of internal parasites. I it could also be a clever technique to escape from predators. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. You think? Maybe it wants to get rid of some weight. Wait, I said predator. Okay, that's that, enough. That's, that's enough. That's disgusting. I thought it was kind of neat. All right. How do you see. think that's neat? I don't know. I want that thing to be extinct, and I'm not kidding. Nature's kind of cool. That slug is somehow able to cut its own head off and grow a new body. You Let me guess. That's... It grabs a little knife and cuts its head off. Probably not because it don't have arms. You don't think that's kind of neat? No. So if its body is sick, it can cut its own head off and grow a new body? I don't know. I think it's kind of cool. All right. So that's all we got for this week. Do you have anything else? No. Do you know what will happen after we put up this podcast? No. We will go over 900 downloads. Because right now we are... How do you know people will listen to this? Well, all we need is five people. We're at 895 right now. How cool is that? We are closing in on 1,000 downloads. So we want to say thank you very much for listening. When we hit 1,000, we're going to do a 1,000 special. We're going to do 1,000 special. When we get 1 million, that's probably not going to be like for a year. I think We're we going to do a 1 million special. I think if we get a million, you might be doing this podcast on your own. I might have moved on. Don't say that. Well, it's going to happen. A million is a lot. If we hit 5,000 then. Okay. 5,000 is thinking a little better. Because we've been almost... 10,000. We're almost 1,000 for a year, and I think that's pretty good on our little podcast here. Mm. We're about so, to get some moolah. No. Aww. <laughs> but thank you, everybody, for listening. Who does? And as always, please go out and like and subscribe. And we something? now have... Well, we don't have merch. We just have stickers and coasters. We have swag. We had we that... Had this- this argument last time. We had to ask the creator if we can sell some stuff. Well, we're not looking to sell stuff right now. Anyway, is that all you got? Yes. Please go out, like, and subscribe. Thanks to everybody for listening, and... Bye. Like and subscribe. No, you're supposed to do one other thing. What? The song, Take Us Out. It's a beautiful day outside. Birds are singing. Flowers are blooming. On days like this, children like you should be subscribing to us. Thanks for listening. Turn around, kid. It'd be a crime. Goodbye. And subscribe. Bye.